That's what I was waiting for. That was funny. I don't even know how I discovered this song, but as soon as you asked me before um, about playing a funny song in, that song, it's by this guy named Joe Dulce. Joe Dulce. Dulce? Uh huh. Do you know him? No, no, I don't. I just know that. All right, well, you should look him up. Now, uh, his song is called Shut Up Your Face. And this song came out in 1981, <laughs> the year I was born. I think I was just looking up songs in the year I was born. Mm -hmm. There's a few other songs. And I've looked up the songs that um, have, are on, like, you can look up the song, the number one song on your birthday or that week mm -hmm. or something. It's fun to do that in, like, in different countries. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I did it once, and I, I can't necessarily recall yeah, what it maybe, was. Maybe it was like Beatles or something. Well, I don't know. today, today at some point, we're gonna do that. I'm gonna look up the song. Okay. Your birthday, and then we're gonna okay. figure it out, and then you're, and then, and then we'll see where that goes. Um, that would be pretty cool, actually, because uh, yeah. my birthday is coming up. You know, December fifth, so it's right oh, around the goodness. corner, and maybe oh, I'll play goodness. it on my what birthday. birthday is it? Uh, let's okay. Let's jump in now. It's December fifth, nineteen ninety one. Nineteen. You're ten. Ten years. December? 10 years younger yeah you're, oh man you're in your 30s i'm just Almost. about to hit 30 man oh, yeah it's, that's that i know i know crazy you're at the end of the year and i'm at the beginning of the year i'm in yes. february well let, let's ah. for our for our maybe listener that could just be us let's just introduce ourselves i know who i am i'm dino dad but uh, hey, dino dad. uh yeah and and um you are andre syke Andre Psyche, that's the man. Psyche, the, man with, the man with the plan right here with you. <laughs> All right, how are you doing today? It's a fine morning. You know, what day is it? Saturday? Yeah, it's a it fine is, Saturday morning. It, it is a fine Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah, just it, hanging out. You know, started slowly. I got my buddy coming over in a couple hours, going to tattoo uh -huh. that guy's get... hands or something. And then I might add a couple tattoos on myself too. So uh, keep on the uh, creative adventure rolling on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds exciting. So yeah, it should be pretty fun. You're going to get tattoos today. Well, he's coming over, and I'm I'm going to tattoo him. So I'm not going to. I can't say we're going to go get tattoos. You're I'm going to tattoo have him. tattoos. You're going to have them brought to you. That's what you're having tattoos. A tattoo. You're going to have a. What do you call it? A, a, what do you call tattoo parties? Uh, I don't know what, what call they them? call tattoo parties. Do you I call don't... it TPs? <laughs> yeah, my buddy's coming over for a TV, baby. <laughs> yeah, it should be uh, it should be a fun time. Yeah, he, yeah, he went uh, he went to go do a tattoo from like uh, I don't know. I think he was at a party, and then somebody was like, "Hey, you want some hand tats?" And he's like, "Yeah." So he got a few things, and uh, they're kind of not very good. So yeah. I'm just gonna touch them up for him, and then maybe add some some more. Maybe give him a face tattoo. He's probably not going to go for it, but... Uh... Holy cow. Hey, <laughs> so tattoos are interesting. Speaking of stories, uh, why don't you... Do, I mean, if you don't mind... and you, uh -huh. So I'll tell you this. The premise on this is that you don't have to share anything that you don't want to or are uncomfortable with. And also at the end, if we, if, you, if at any point you say, I don't want to do that, you know, I just want anybody who listens to this to know this since I'm just starting this out, that we you can say whatever you want and mm -hmm. we don't have to keep it. So, but... That being said, I hope we do. I hope we have a fun conversation. Oh, 100%. 100%. Cool. Uh, and I have no boundaries uh, between what I... Um, there's. I don't hide anything. I'm, I'm very uh, cool. transparent. So uh, there's. If you post everything I say because I, I own everything that I say. Yeah. yeah. So great. Me too. That's how it is with me. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll just discover that. We don't have to t talk too much about that. But I, was, I wanted to hear about your your maybe your first tattoo or a good tattoo story i have one and i'd love to share it with you after you you tell me yours would that be okay oh, yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah i'd love to hear it uh, yeah. well okay so the first tattoo let's see i'm almost 30 years old uh i think the first tattoo that i got was uh, i think 27 or something like that i was already a musician at this point huh and uh you know traveling doing the thing performing yada yada and then uh, i found myself at a festival like a little micro festival with uh, some of my friends for, for psychedelic rock and um just hanging out you know doing my thing and then my friend comes up to me and she had this little uh temporary sticker and it said music is life and she just put it on my chest and up until this point you know i think i kind of wanted tattoos but nothing really 
mattered, I guess. I was like, what am I going to get? You're still kind of mm. stuck in that mentality that your tattoos are supposed to be like extremely meaningful. Mm. So she put this uh, music is life on my chest and I look at myself. I was like, wow, I think it just helped me find my first tattoo. Uh, it just really fit, you know, where it was uh, and, you know, my my heart. So um, I spent some time kind of looked around into getting it done. But uh, the shop parlors couldn't squeeze me in and they just didn't they just didn't understand what I really wanted. It was just something simple and they just kept trying to make it crazy. I'm like, no, you don't get it. So I had one of my friends. He was a tattoo artist. That, that just happens sometimes. It's the life of being a dad. <laughs> ah, like my wife just called me back because I had called her right before. So that happens like the, ah. the, it's car battery. So I usually sometimes I do these at night. Because there are just less things happening. Oh, I completely agree. It's just it's yeah. the smartest thing to to do. Yeah, but, but you, you know what do you yeah. do? But you were wait, but let's move back to your tattoo. That story was getting exciting, and I was like, oh, this happened last <laughs> time. I was like, I was talking with somebody, and the story was just getting really interesting. And then somebody called in the middle of it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't. I try to silence it, and it doesn't silence so well. Oh, well, you 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 can't because I mean you got to have the you know the internet to actually do this and then yeah. you know the service it doesn't matter it happens and it's uh, we keep on rolling with the punches. Let's keep so, on rolling. So, you're uh, so yeah, about this tattoo. Go ahead. Yeah, so I hit up my so I, I I remember that one of my friends is a is a tattoo artist and he does stick and poke. So I was like, oh my gosh, he's also part of the like the the crew I rolled with when in these festivals. I was like, hey bro, can you like do me? And he's like, yeah, dude, come on down. So he lived in, uh, uh, let's see, like on the peninsula uh, past um, past Olympia, mm -hmm. uh, Steamboat Island or something like that. Right. So he, 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 he had this little forest to himself. I came down. Uh, he, he put down one of these, uh, you know, like a massage chair just in the middle of the forest. Like uh, I laid down. The canopies of the trees around me would just open right then and there where I was. And the sunlight was just being on top of me. The birds were chirping. It was absolutely divine. Like it was warm. And he just went at it for about an hour, just stick and poke, just music and life mm -hmm. on my on my chest. You know, a nice little man trans stamp. Okay. And um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's a man trans stamp. You know, those Do you have right, one? You know, it's, it's right there, right? Just on the chest, you know, just like where the boobs oh, okay. meet. A man trans uh yeah, that's it's not on your butt though. No, that that's a lady tramp stamp. Lady tramp stamps got it on their lower back. Man, a man tramp stamp is 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 the one on the chest because uh, I don't know why. Maybe... Is that the name? Is that what people really call it? Uh, I mean, I've heard it from a few people, and okay. maybe they know what they're talking about. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I've just never heard of man tramp stamp. I yeah, was a tramp stamp on your. But what happens if you get? What do you call it if you get it on your butt? What do you call it? Do you still call it a lady tramp stamp if it's on a man? Uh, pfft, you know what? Yes, let's say that. Or let's well, see. That's the thing. It's like you know, like if a lady quote unquote tramp stamp, which I don't believe it. You know, do what you got to do. Everything's beautiful, and if you got one, ooh, that's a turn on. But still, you know, if for a lady having in the back there, you know, a guy's looking at it, I was like, oh, look at that, right? And that's probably why it's the tramp stamp because it's drawing attention to, yeah. you know, the sexual features. So on the on the guy, you're not gonna put it on your dick because nobody wants to see that. They just want to. <laughs> play with it uh but you put on your chest it's like hey look at me you know it's like i, I feel like that's that's where the ladies ah everybody's different who knows okay. i'm, I'm shit just up thinking this. about like, like the, the like the name of it man the man tramp stamp a man tramp it's even like a tongue twister i mean just like you got like a, a man tramp stamp man man tramp stamp <laughs> man tramp stamp man um i don't have a man tramp stamp I do have a tattoo, though. Where is your tattoo, my uh, friend? It's on my shoulder. Oh, nice. What it is, is it of? It's a a sun kind of thing with that uh, has a clock face on it. Ooh. And what time is on the clock? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I really wanted it, it to be five fifty-five, but it, I think it's five till five, which is fine. That's pretty cool. Uh, either is works fine, but um, but uh, the story behind it is is that I I got it done when I used to live 
Oh, well, I used to live in Korea, but I got it done in Thailand initially. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I stayed in Thailand. I was there with friends, but I was there, but kind of on my own. And I found this place. Have you ever been to Thailand? I have not. It's one of the places I would really like to visit. I've heard a lot of good things from a lot of my friends that travel the world. And they're like, bro, go. Yeah, yeah. It's good when you're young to go out there. Mm -hmm. uh, just go with a buddy. Always go with a buddy. Oh, totally. That is 100%. Have a buddy with you because uh, you don't want to learn the hard way. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun there, and I had a good time. But anyways, I was there in um, – what year is it right now? 2022 almost. 22 almost. Yeah, 2022. Almost 2022. So I was there in 2006. That's when I went to Thailand. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And I was living in Korea and I went there and on a vacation and I went and got this tattoo at this place, saved up enough cash, went to the tat, got the tattoo. Uh, and I fainted. Oh, wow. All right. Cause it was really intense, uh -huh. but I was fine. The one thing, and everything was fine. Like the, they were great there. They took a picture. It was really, really nicely done. They were great. The, the person who did it was this young guy that I think like probably could, if, if, if he wanted to could go on to bigger and better things. Cause he is an artist artiste. Mm -hmm. He knew how to do it like the bamboo way and the other way. But I was like, I don't want to do the bamboo way. I said, and he's like, he's like, you don't want traditional. And I said, nah, Ooh. I said, I said, what you're doing is traditional for me as an American with the, the needle in a weird, crazy shop. I said, that's traditional. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he did it. But I didn't really understand how to take care of it. Like, I, mm -hmm. I just didn't get, I couldn't understand the directions because there was a language barrier. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what is he telling me to do? Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of peeled off. Oh. <laughs> and so I went back to Korea. This is where I think it gets a little more interesting. So tattoos mm -hmm. are illegal in Korea, supposedly. What? Yeah, like, I mean, they're illegal, but like, you can find them. Okay. But you can't just like walk, like look it up on the internet and uh -huh. like, ask somebody. Like they're not gonna know where to go get it. That's insane! Oh my gosh! Okay. So I was like, I can't fucking believe I got this tattoo and it's all falling off. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Like that's like the worst nightmare. It's like you have a tattoo that 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 looks terrible and you're fucking stuck with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So like you just start asking around. So I asked some guy, I asked some soldiers, because soldiers seem to know a lot. There's a lot of soldiers out there. I asked different people. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember who told me, but they said there's this place in the International District. The International District in Korea is called Itaewon. I recommend that you visit Korea, too, but not mm -hmm. in the summer and not Oof. in the winter. Mm -hmm. You want, like, the peak part of spring. Although, if you want it to be a little quieter, go closer to winter. But it, once it hits winter, it gets really, really really cold mm -hmm. but it's still fun okay mm -hmm. um so yeah this tattoo back in korea uh is in itaewon the international district and so i just roamed around i had a scooter a vespa and going around korea mm -hmm. like you're not supposed to go on the highways but i went on the highways anyway with this scooter <laughs> little little vespa little thing. bad boy yeah, well, I got sick and tired of going through because it's hard to get places unless you use the highway. And there's one major highway that goes up and down the river. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a great movie called The Host, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it's right there in the Han River. It's a sea okay. monster. It's a good Korean flick. Anyways, okay. um, so I, I go back through, find my way to Itaewon, get there. And someone says, there's a henna shop. And it's like, but well, I don't want a fucking henna tattoo. And they said, no, no, no. Just go in there and tell them what's going on. So I go in there. And I show him my tattoo. The guy doesn't speak any English. He's, but he has somebody with him who kind of does. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like his nice female helper that helps calm down people like me. who are like, I don't know where the hell I am. <laughs> so like, and so he said, she said, you want that fixed? And I said, yeah, like, come here. And then she said, and then he said something to her. And he said, yeah, I can fix it. And then uh, she, she said, he wants you to follow him. And I was like, he wants you to follow him where? Like, just follow him. It's okay. And I said, okay, well, you seem nice. So uh, <laughs> I follow him into, like, I think his apartment. 
and it's this tiny, tiny, like we have studio apartments and they have like room, like small rooms mm -hmm. in places like, like, unless you're, you're, you know, wealthy, then you live in a studio apartment, like wealthier mm -hmm. people live in studio apartments and then really wealthy people have their own buildings. Mm -hmm. So anyways, uh, I'm in this room with this guy and he, the, the woman says to me, lay down. I was like, excuse me? She said, lay down. And I said, lay down where? Lay down there on like on that on that like like bench. And they said, yes, lay down on the bench. Lay down on the so I lay and this went back and forth for a while. Mm -hmm. I was like, you want me to lay there? Like because there's a that lost in translation. You're like, are, are are we are we on the same page here? Mm -hmm. And so eventually I lay down. And the guy, I don't even have a chance to look around. He grabs a needle and just starts going right into my arm. <laughs> Luckily, I asked while doing it, I say to the lady, are these clean? And she says, yes, they're clean. And I said, I, okay, good. I, th that's good to know now. <laughs> and I get it done. And he made, you know, like for what it was, like he, he, he made it darker, but it's a darker sun. I can send a picture of it to you later. If mm -hmm. you want to see it, you can send yeah. me your, your man stamp. Um, I, I will. And so, um, yeah, I got it done in this weird place. And uh, then I learned that I should just put vitamin E lotion on it next time. So, well, yeah, keep it moist 100%. Don't go yeah. into dirty water or hot water or any sort of water, honestly. I would avoid yeah. that See, for, but, for any future ones. But you know how dated like I am because I could have just gone on Google and searched this. I could That's have, true. Like, I could have just done that, but I was like, eh. eh it'll like, heal itself. Like it'll it'll be fine. Like it looked like like what would happen if somebody took, um, you know those uh those like the fake the fake the the sticker the sticker tattoos the water ah hello, yeah, it looked yeah. like that <laughs> and just like the the residue it peeled and it, and except <laughs> it was like a scar. And you're like, damn. So now it looks all right. Mm, that's good. Is it uh, so? Is it an analog clock or is it like a? Uh, not a digital well, clock. Not, I, was gonna say, I you got a little digital awful. clock. I was funny. like, it's 555, and he wrote like 55455. <laughs> <laughs> like, you dick. <laughs> I mean, the numbers look nice. Yeah. But no, yeah. no. He, he, did, he did it the best he could, and he has, it's like, it's it's a uh, analog. Yeah. It's not digital. Uh, that'd be funny. Definitely, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I, wherever you are, I can't remember his name. But I yeah, he probably has a picture of me up in his shop in Thailand still, which mm -hmm. would be cool. Like, how much did you pay for it in Thailand? It was like, sixty I can't, bucks. That's I mean, pretty big. It's like the size of like my palm on my shoulder. It's the size. Oh of, wow! Yeah, I just have it on my shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's a good price for that. That's just, you know, big, big size. But I mean, in Thailand, it was you know, it was two thousand something. So yeah. Well, yeah. hey, that was the that was that was the tattoo stories. Um, tell <laughs> me, what are you up to? What is like going on in your world that you feel is good for you or important, and you'd like to share if you don't mind? And I will listen again. What is going on in my world that I feel is important? That's going on, or funny? Know. It doesn't. It could be or anything. Funny. Oh, I mean, I could share some things. I mean, um, something that's on the frontier. You know, I've I just gone through a lot of things, kind of traveled half the country and uh -huh. just, you know, came back to Seattle and just kind of chilling. Yeah. Uh, but I'm looking forward to my birthday again, December 5th, but I'm having a party on the 4th. Uh, so it's big 3-0, right? Uh -huh. uh, so I told my friends the theme is going to be a roast. I, so I have like about 20 of my friends, my closest friends that are come down. Everybody's been writing jokes for like the last six months and we're going to, they're going to roast me, baby. So, uh, I've been sitting down myself, you know, trying to, trying to do my part and, you know, roast my friends back whenever they, uh, attack me. And uh, that's been a fun process, you know, like uh, I know you're a comedian. I've done comedy maybe twice. Uh -huh. uh, I, I was in uh, California. Uh, what, what was that place? The the comedy store or shop comedy? Sh I didn't it's know. It's one of those. I'm comedy store, comedy shop, uh, yeah. comedy yeah. corner, comedy hole, comedy, comedy dip, comedy down, comedy, 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 comedy,
yeah I, I think it was uh i think it was a store and then i did a open mic there uh just uh-huh. like at 2 a.m and they gave me like two minutes and i was like what do you mean two minutes yeah so i i performed like a you know i have like a funny story i like to tell but it's like an eight minute setup which i know it's not perfect but i try to cram it into a two minute little slot and dude i bit i failed so hard can, can you tell it can you try to tell it tell it again what? you can you can have you can have time to tell it when you're ready if you don't have to tell it now, but if you want, you want eight minutes to tell it, I'll give it to you. Yo, know, it's a, it's a, um, it's, you a, don't it's, have a three, it's it's a threesome story, if you'd like. It's a threesome. Is it about sex? Is it's about sex. It's about sex right. and penises. All right, and is it funny and kosher and that stuff? Well, I it's kosher ish. As long as like everybody's okay with it. If you think you could tell this, and these people like who hear this are like. Well, I've, I've told it in, an, in an, another podcast. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, up to you. Go ahead. I, I guess I can tell it. Read some story it, of Andre Psyche. Hey, if there's hesitation, there's devastation. Someone once told me that. So if you're hesitating, we can put a pause on it and move, and you can just tell me more about what you were going to say. Uh, I don't ever have anything to say necessarily. I just say things and I just kind of expand uh, on certain ideas. And then wherever we get to, we get to and I expand on that. So um, if we got into the, the threesome story, I can definitely share it, you know, um, since we're on the comedy kick. The floor so, is yours. Uh, all right. Let's see. This is Andre Psyche threesome story. All right. So I'll try to keep it concise because I feel like there's a lot of fluff. You tell it uh, however you want. Oh, I will, baby. Oh, I will. So I think I'm 20. Let's say I'm 22 years old. It's my buddy's birthday. And uh, nobody else wants to go out with him. I was like, what is going on? Are you not his friends? So I hit him up. I was like, let's go to the bar. We're going to sing some karaoke. We both love karaoke. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to have a you know a boys night out. So we go to a bar. We do the thing. And then while I'm on stage, I peer over to the corner of the room and there's a couple of very pretty ladies in there. And I'm like, I see you pretty ladies. We're not going to do anything about it, but I see you. And then they end up singing. So I was like, all right, stuff's going to happen. So I go and talk to them and introduce ourselves. And they think we're funny. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Awesome. So uh, I was like, hey, you want to just like join us? They're like, we have boyfriends. And I'm like, I, I didn't ask you on a, to marry me. I just like, it's my boy's birthday. How about just hang out? Like, I'm just like, not, I'm not trying to do anything. And th- I was being honest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we ended up closing the bar down at like two o'clock. They're like, oh, we still want to hang out. So we, we take him to Sherry's. We're sitting there bullshitting. You know, we're tipsy. We're having some pie. And then one of the ladies, she's, she's looking over to her friend and she's like, hey, sucking ain't fucking. And, and me and Luis, yeah, that's what she says. And, and me and my boy, we're, we just we just look at each other like, oh, are we, is something about to happen? Uh-huh. Uh, nothing happens that night. Skip forward to the next week. She calls me and uh, I was like, you know what? I think it'd be rude if I don't call my friend. And I do. So we go to a different bar. We chat. And then she looks at me and she's like, you know, Andre, you're being very timid. I was like, timid? I'm respecting your boundaries. You said you had a boyfriend. But since you don't care, all right. So uh, I make out with her. And then I tell her to go and do the same to my boy. And she's like, don't, won't you get jealous? I was like, well, I don't care. So she goes and does that. And I'm like, all right. So I think the threesome is on. I don't know why I had a threesome in my brain, but it was <laughs> happening. So we take her back to the to to my place, and um, we're we're getting down and dirty, and you know, she's like, "Hey, you have a condom?" I was like, "Yep, I have one." So I throw it to my boy, and I just raw dog it because that's what I used to do. And uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Wait, uh, wait, did you 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 did you you did you what is what does that mean? Did you raw dogging? Yeah, just just no protection, just just you okay. know. Just, did just, she just, did she know? Oh no, she knew. She okay. she's fully aware. She, she knew. Okay, that. That's oh no, okay. she was fully aware. Okay, she was fully good. Aware. Just yeah, make yeah. sure. All right, I I am all about consent. Okay, I'm all about consent. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, so she's getting you know excited, and then I had some whiskey, and you know what happens when you do a lot of whiskey, uh, your your tool doesn't work. So I was like, all right, give yeah. me a moment. I, I go outside, just kind of recompose myself, come back upstairs. They're they're having their fun. She sees me. She's like, all right. She throws him off. And uh, she just, you know, throws me on the bed. 
and just it just starts riding me and and just just uh you're just not even riding me just just kind of just just touching me all over the place kissing me all these things and then uh my boy uh i don't want to skip anything kissing me on on you know here and there holding me down pinning me down and then in the back of the corner i hear it's like i got you bro and then uh you know feeling a nice tug on my penis and uh and then i was like yeah and then i was like wait a second this isn't her so i i realized it's my it's, it's my friend who's jerking me off so i throw her off and i get really upset at him because we didn't set any boundaries and at that time i was much more reserved maybe even homophobic uh, in my earlier eight years yeah so i get really upset with him so i kick him off i was like what the fuck are you doing man he's like mm -hmm. i'm just trying to help you out. i was like get the fuck out of here yeah so unfortunately i made him walk home uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning, and then uh, I asked her to uh, help a brother out. Just make me help uh, forget that moment. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's the story of me uh, having a threesome and oh, getting jerked off on my best friend. Um, that, that is intense. I, it was an it was an interesting experience. Um, yeah. I used to tell it in funnier. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hey, the spark it, is hey, gone, no. honestly. No, it's it's good to reflect about these things because you had that experience and how and you were young. And and it, those things are just this it, it, it it's like bizarre and what what I look back is like it, it was probably shocking too at the time correct oh yeah oh yeah like it wasn't it was like you didn't know what was happening and 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 things just happened and and it, it's good to live that way and thank you so much for sharing that story you know? sure sure and sure I always say this because when I look at the past I look at like the things that I was not perfect about. And I uh, and this is me not not like making any reflection. You can take what you want from this, but this is me thinking about what you said and how I thought it was important. Uh -huh. I think I think that that there's oftentimes things that that I you know, like in in Korea. I had so many kind of similar experiences, and 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 I look at those things as like what was going on. And there's always some kind of funny something funny, a kernel of funny, and that's how you kind of deal with it and cope with it. And that's how I say there's there's a fine line between comedy and tragedy, and. Uh, I think that that that, that which that which is uh, really difficult for us is oftentimes more manageable when we cope in a in a in a in a, in a laughing kind of way. But oh, 100%. You know, there's always balance too. So I appreciate you sharing that and and, and from an honest place. I, I I genuinely mean that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you for saying that. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a fun it was a fun moment in, in my history. It was a fun time. The next yeah. morning, I I called uh, called my boy up and I was like, "Hey, let's go talk about this." So I took him out for breakfast and we had a nice nice morning. And I was like, "Hey, everything's cool. Uh, just you know, don't worry about it. If you want to if you want to keep us a secret, we can keep it a secret. Or if you want to just like laugh about it, we can laugh about it." He was like, "Yeah, I know. It was a story that happened. We can we yeah. can laugh about it." So then, uh, yeah. So for the next year of my life, I was telling that story to my to my friends, and you know, I think I perfected an interesting perspective to to make it laughable. I don't have it in me anymore. I feel like, yeah. uh, like I've, I've reflected on the on this story a few times. I was like, you know what? Like he was a good friend, honestly. And then I just like I just treated him so badly. Yeah. You know, he's sitting there, he's like. My yeah. boy is is having a hard time, and here I am, just like you know, willing to go the extra mile for this guy, and mm -hmm. he kicks him out. I was like, "Damn!" Uh, if if he's listening now, Luis, I love you so much. Well, you can and, send it. To, you can send it to him if you want. Well, I I've, I've told him before. I was like, oh, I told good. him I appreciate him. But if he's listening to it, do this now for for some random reason, mm -hmm. um, it's like you know, and you know what? He's a good friend from through yeah. and through. Yeah. yeah. Good man. It sounds like he's a very nice friend who's very understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's what we need. Hey, you doing okay? You okay, man? Am I okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, thought you, I thought you were like... I'm, I'm feeling sentimental for you. That's why ah, I was asking. Thanks, thanks, thanks. No, no, no I, I'm, I, I'm okay. I think it's nice to connect with people that have helped you and have like accepted you when you've not been, been perfect. Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah. and that is okay. And the fact that you reflect on it and say, okay, that, you know, it's an opportunity here that says a lot about you. So oh, thank, thank you. you. No, oh, of course. Um, okay. How about uh, yourself? Uh, Have you had any uh, questionable stories that are, might not stories. be, might not be the most appropriate thing, but uh, I'll, are interesting I'll, see. To you? I'll think of one that <laughs> I'll think of something. I'll think of something that's, that's within reason for me as Dino dad. 
Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. You, so, you know, so I, too many no, times. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna live up to that, and and know know my past and know know my, my boundaries around it. But you know, there are people out there who know who know the stories of Dino Dad before he was a dad. Dino Dad, yeah. <laughs> when he was just Noah, um, <laughs> just Noah. Um, okay, <laughs> I will tell one about high school because I feel like that was a time of innocence more so. Mm. Okay. And there's a there's a song involved with this, by the way. Okay. Okay, I like that. I like that. And so, okay. I I know you're just getting to know me, and I don't know if you can kind of like envision this Jewish dad, forty year old, sitting in his garage that he calls his Dino Dad comedy cave. But I'm sitting in this, and I, if you've looked at any of the pictures, I had a friend who drew a picture of me and made it my caricature. And, I, and he said it was a rough draft initially. His name's, I don't think he minds. He goes, he has Horvath art, Josh Horvath. And he drew this. He's a good friend of mine. <clears throat> and I, he mm. said, oh, it's kind of rough. It kind of looks like a kid drew it. And I said, keep it. Nice. So I'm really connected to my youth and my mistakes as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, so just so you know, I grew up in a, in a very, uh, what I believe was at the time was a very conservative town. And I myself am not like the most conservative person, mm. but I grew up around it, so I get it. And so I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia. And it's a very, uh, you know, it has a strong Southern Baptist kind of uh, uh, background there, which is fine. It's just mm-hmm. how it is. The people there are very nice. Yet there is a strong religious component there that kind of just are, hovers over you. All mm-hmm. right. And that has nothing to do really do with the story other than kind of set up the background for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like 14 or 15. I had long curly hair. Um, and I was like kind of into the Seattle grunge kind of thing in my own kind of nerdy, geeky way, while also being <laughs> in comic books and all sorts of stuff. Mm. But I like to be a little more obnoxious than other people. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I felt it was me and I would just do it. And I did it because I felt like I love my friends. And I said, but like, I didn't think that anybody was like pushing the boundaries of like, how annoying I thought all the clicks in the groups were. So I would push those fucking boundaries <laughs> all the time, but I would just come up to it and I would never do anything that was like hurting. Like, like I wouldn't go out of my way to hurt anybody's feelings or anything, but I would like push mm-hmm. up against those things. Cause I thought it was fucking stupid that the mm-hmm. rich kids talk to the rich kids, the, mm-hmm. the, the black kids talk to the black kids and like, I mean, and it, there was mixed up. They would mix up every now and again with groups, but mm-hmm. it was pretty noticeable. And I didn't like it. It fucking pisses me off. It still pisses me off. So, you can yeah. So I would just like, like, so one time we're in the halls at my high school because I was in the marching band, too. I played the clarinet one year and the tuba the following year. That's a whole other story. My man, my man. Yeah, I wanted to play the drums, but they wouldn't let me. Uh, so they said they said they said no I and I I don't know if he looked at me but I I think I have a big bottom lip (laughs) but that's just because I look at myself and I think that that the band teacher not knowing just I think he just I don't even know his subconscious he was like we need a new tuba player but I was like man my lips are meant for the fucking tuba Mm -hmm. so anyways I'm in my school I don't know what we were doing that might have been like before like going on a band trip or something or after I don't know but we were all hanging out and I was like, I'm going to fucking rap in the middle of the hallway and just do it terribly. So I don't know what happened, but I started just rapping. Somebody, and, I, and, and you want to hear it? Yeah, right. you got, you got and the rap. Just, and so I'm singing it as I'm doing an impersonation of my 14-year-old self. I think you can uh-huh. do impersonations of yourself. This is me when I was 14 in the hallways with long curly hair when I not dino dad because it's not a dad. I probably did wear a world's greatest dad shirt though when I was in high school. I think I, did. <laughs> I, think I, I used to wear, I got the shirt from my dad and I just wore it. His shoes, shirts were so big, but I would just wear them. Anyways, I wore, but anyways, I, uh, this is it. Noah, when he's 15 in the hallways, <laughs> walking down the street and going to beat your meat, but you look <laughs> down at your dick 
Get circumcised. Get circumcised. Everybody, get revived. Get circumcised. Get circumcised. Everybody, get revived. And I'm in the hallway singing this. Like, and I just, like, I had to commit. I was like, I, this is so wrong what I'm doing. But I can't stop now. And I don't know what to say. I don't know why I did this. It was like, it, I, I, I think, like, one of my friends was just like, we're bored. And I was like, me too. I was just like, fuck it. Get <laughs> circumcised. Get circumcised. Everybody get revived. And so I sang that. And so every now and again, the joke with my friend, and now it's not an inside joke. It's an outside joke now, is that we'll just be like sitting around whatever, stoned or whatever, like, and then I'll just be like, get circumcised, get circumcised. <laughs> Everybody get revived. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. It's it gets provocative. the people going. It, it's provocative. <laughs> and that's like how he and I have written like so many stuff. And that mm. pal of mine uh, who wants to remain anonymous, which is I am so cool with. Mm -hmm. And people know who he is, but, he's, he's, but I won't share his name. But mm -hmm. uh, he is so funny. And we, he, he like always finds like the kernel of, of laughter within these things. And, it, mm -hmm. and, 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 and I'm telling you this because I, I, you probably have friends like this too that just somehow became your best friend from your childhood. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I had the seventh grade teacher. This is something else. This leads into an actual joke I tell. And there's two parts here, but I'll tell the first part about the best friend. Mm -hmm. So the best friend and I, I would sit in class. I was on the teacher, the seventh grade English teacher, very type A. I'll give her that. Like had all the the the, the uh, table set up. Um, you'd walk into the classroom. Just imagine you're walking into a classroom. You look to your right. There's uh, a row of three, but six columns of chairs. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of desks, and then mm -hmm. and then there's like a an aisle. You could walk down to the teacher's desk, mm -hmm. and a podium at the front and then on the same side other side there was like another uh exact it mirrored the other side mm -hmm. does that make mm -hmm. sense mm -hmm. yep okay so i sat on i'm reuben my other friend was on the other side of the room everything was alphabetical and uh we didn't really know each other that well at this point but class started and like we read our books and i didn't really enjoy reading any of the books i just listened in class and, and and kind of read stuff if I thought it was interesting. The teacher probably picked up on this. Uh, my friend was very good at like reading all the material and like keeping up with it. And I would mm -hmm. kind of pay attention to what he said because he always knew the answer. So I listened to what he said and when he would answer questions in class. And he also was very good at like pointing out the like, like very like factual things within the books that were funny. Like he would see those loopholes. He was very, very mm -hmm. bright. In, in, in these things but he'd always find something funny mm -hmm. and I don't remember what it is but it, but he would like dissect something and make like point out the horribleness of it in a very mm -hmm. like that, that people weren't looking for it at this age of age 13 and I was like dude this guy is like on to something wow he, and he would see these things and everybody like us 13 year olds would just start cracking up and the teacher would laugh too mm -hmm. but she would try to keep it and this teacher was hard to crack mm -hmm. right and I, there were certain things I really liked about this teacher, but there were definitely certain things that I didn't like. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell that story next. But anyways, we had this group project that we had to do. And, um, and I'll, before I tell that, I would have tried to be as funny as my friend. I would try it, but I, I couldn't like do it as well. So I would just make up, I would just make up jokes. Like I would use the words and vocabulary and just try to use them in a funny way. Cause I could not get his humor. I couldn't do exactly that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, that's another thing. So, Anyways, we had this group project and the teacher said, I was going away. I was going to, to New York with my parents and uh, a teacher said that we had to pick partners by a certain day. My mom contacted the teacher and the teacher said, oh, like, oh, said, oh, Noah's not going to be able to pick a partner. Well, Noah doesn't have any friends and neither does my other, this other person. Said, Both of you don't have any friends, so we'll put you in a group together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so the last story so that's how we became best friends is, is because mm -hmm. because of this teacher like mm -hmm. pointing out that we didn't like nobody liked us that's funny uh, <laughs> so then anyway so like i'm jewish and now the background is that i was in this conservative town too and 
we had to do uh, biographies for the class. Okay. And uh, we had to dress up as a, somebody from the biography. And so I read the diary of Anne Frank. Have you read that? Uh, I can't say I've read it. But you know what it's about, I'm from, right? I'm, yeah, no, definitely familiar with, you, with the story you, you know, and what you happened. Know, you know it's about like the Holocaust. Yeah, the Holocaust, <laughs> she's hiding, and then you know, and she's then, hopeful. And then, and then you, know what re- you know what religion they are? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Jewish and, and, okay. and, and yeah. the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, Jewish. Okay, that's all. Like, you know the basic premise that they are Jews, yeah. that they, they, and she dies. Yes. And they're in the hide in the mm-hmm. Holocaust. And it was not a good situation. Not okay? at all. All right. But she remained positive throughout the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. that's who she was. And to mm-hmm. the, her, that whole situation, she didn't know any better, was normal. As do these kids these days think that COVID and viruses are just normal. Mm-hmm. Which has its good and its bad to it. So anyways, mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So I do this report. I dress up as one of the other characters, Peter Van Dan. Which mm-hmm. is her, which is the other boy, kind of like her brother in the book, but friend. Mm-hmm. And so I try to tell it, tell the story my best I can from, tell my report from, from his perspective. And mm-hmm. I dress up as like a, you know, a Jewish German boy. And I, again, I'm Jewish and I dress up as this boy. I put on a little accent. I do this whole little speech and tell, mm-hmm. tell it. And, 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 and all my friends, they, they, like, they have to grade you in the class. She said the students have to grade you and then the teacher grades you. Mm-hmm. So, Students all give me an A. They give me all this good free feedback. This one guy, I wish I could say his name, because I don't, but I know he's promoting stuff. But he says to me, "No, that was awesome. Like A Mm -hmm. A plus. Like that was that was so good. Like you you like nailed it." Mm -hmm. And so then I get my uh, grades back from the teacher, and I'm looking at it. It's got a giant red C on it. I don't really hold a grudge. This is more for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so just so people know, it has a C on it, and I read in through it. It has all these little comments here and there, like good outfit, da 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 da. Get to the bottom, and the comment says, and I'm like thinking about the C, and it says, "You could have looked more like a Jew." <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I said I got it home and my mom she's a New York Jewish lady she talks like this she's like you don't fuck with her you fuck with her you fuck with her son you fuck with any everybody uh, she's that kind of lady but she's from New York and I bring it home and I tell her she asked me how it went and I said well I thought I did a really good job <laughs> <laughs> she's like of course you did you did it you like you knew the lines you're perfect like what what let me see that pulls over the phone and she says read through it and she says could I look more like a Jew <laughs> and she starts looking, she's like ah! <laughs> and she's then we talked about it for a bit and I was like she's like my mom's like do you want to complain do you want to do this and uh, she's like, and she's like, do you want to complain? Do you want to, do you want to, what should we do? No, do we complain about it? Da, 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 this. And then we said that this could happen if we do that. We make a big deal. Do we want to do it? Or we just want to like, let it go. Okay. I don't care if you don't care, but you know, this is, it's really annoying. And I, and then I say, I, you know, mom, maybe we should just let it go. Like it's more trouble than it's worth. And she goes, you know what you should do, Noah. And I said, what, ma? You should pull down your pants and show her your circumcised penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's true. That's 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 what Peter von Don. That's that's how Jews like people. That, I mean, the Nazis did that to the Jews. Do you know that? If they couldn't tell, they pulled down their penis, and if they were circumcised, damn. Oh, I that mean, that's is, true. I guess that makes sense. That is, that it, make is, sense. it is very true. It is very true. There is a movie about it called Europa Europa where this Jewish man, and if you've not seen a really good movie that should be remade again, I think Europa Europa. Mm-hmm. It's about this Jewish guy who <clears throat> knows German and Russian very well, looks super Jewish, but his German and his Russian are so excellent that they even do, he has to get in these different tests because they would do different things, the Nazis. They would take these like head measurements. Do you know about this? No, I don't think they would measure the... your head, they uh-huh. measure your face, 
and they'd measure your nose. And they go around. And and in this movie they do this, and this is how yeah. they they tell they teach the Nazis how to tell if somebody's a Jew, like phrenology kind of type stuff, so, just just based on their head shape and stuff. So so he's in there, and he in this movie this 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 Russian uh, Jewish kid, he's in this room because he's he's gotten away with pretending like for a little while that he's mm-hmm. not Jewish, even though mm-hmm. he looks totally Jewish, but he's he is German is so down, his Russian is so down, so people mm-hmm. are like, okay, he could he could help us out. So he's there, and they're going around. And measuring his head mm-hmm. and then he's then you know he speaks russian and german and then they're just like looking him in the eye and he's like freaking out that they're gonna find out he's jewish and just kill him right there mm-hmm. but he gets away and then what happens later is that he finds out one of the nazi captains is concerned that there's a, like an infiltrator mm-hmm and it's so obvious it's him, but they for some reason they, they like they they like he he he's been creating this whole backstory about that, this and that and the other thing, and so he finds out they're looking at people's penises. <laughs> and he go, there's a scene. He goes into the bathroom in the movie. My dad told my dad had me watch this movie with him, and he said, "I'm I'm gonna let you know there's a scene that that, that might be a little troublesome, but I think it's important that you see it." Mm-hmm. So I sit. And he goes in, the kid goes into the bathroom and he's so worried. He takes like a piece of string and he tries to pull his foreskin back over his penis because he's so mm-hmm. scared that he's going to get murdered. Mm-hmm. And what happens is he finds out there's a gay Nazi. And the gay Nazi knows what's, that he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. And they both take a vow together that they won't tell on each other. Mm-hmm. And the gay Nazi, like, eventually, like, like, I don't know if anything happens to him, but he hatches away and he says, I've already checked him. It's okay. Oh. And he says that he's fine. And wow. They, they look at him and he goes, okay, they let it go. <clears throat> and then at the very end of the movie, he gets reunited with his brother who had been in a concentration camp. He was so worried that he'd never see his brother again. His brother got taken away and he made it. And his brother's like, you just have to do this. He's like, save yourself. We don't know if I'm going to make it. And they and they they make it, and he sees his brother again. I want that movie redone. It's an old movie. Well, damn. I mean, <laughs> shit. That's definitely possible. So, anyway, possible. Yeah, but yeah. So my dad, uh, and my parent, my my mom uh, helped me with that 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 stupid situation. So that's my little embarrassing story. <laughs> that's funny. But that's that that that's the kind of things that that I think about now as I have kids too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, how old are your kids? Uh, nine and five. Nine and five. Well, you see, you know, if you get a drum set for your nine-year-old, <laughs> then you can be like, "Hey, I'm gonna help you learn this instrument." And bam, now you're a drummer. I now know. Now drummer. I have the Dino Dad Comedy Cave. Yeah. I could, put that, I could get my. I could start a band with my kids. Yeah. So, I have Dino Dad fa- and the Dino Dad kids. The Dino Dad and the and the Dino. Uh, what's a what's a funny thing? I don't know, man. With Nashosaurus Rex. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say his name. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. He'll forgive you. He'll forgive, He'll forgive me. You. Yeah. He'll forgive me. Yeah. But yeah, I could see using his name as a as a as a as a Rex. Okay. I've actually called that uh, called him called him uh, that before. Mm-hmm. Like a T Rex. So how'd you uh, come up with your name, Dino Dad? Like, are you into dinosaurs or or what? Just no, like a... that's the whole thing. My son, he was into dinosaurs. He um, oh, so okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, so so he he like knew all their names. Like it was it yeah. was so crazy, and uh, like like both my kids are are very very bright. They're very mm-hmm. very very very. They're you know it's it's interesting when you have kids and like see how their brains work. And how sim- oh, yeah. and how similar their brains are to yours, which that which makes you realize how annoying I like you you know like I'm like that's how I'm annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, they the really do image. reflect everything you do. Or yeah. it's, I, 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 I reflect is the wrong word. I think it's genetically. I think that that if my kid was raised by anybody else, they'd be the same. Like I I think that their personality I think personality is in, inherent, mm-hmm. and like. It would just be slightly different. Like, like if my daughter, or if I was raised in like a a family in in like, like I don't know, 
Korea. Let's say mm-hmm. Korea. And 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 I still was like I was adopted in Korea as a kid. Mm-hmm. I still think I would be like the the annoying Jewish friend. <laughs> I think I think I would still be in it, but they like me for that. They'd be like, "Well, that's he's you no know, like we he even, he even calls himself the annoying Jewish friend." <laughs> it's okay. At least you know, right? At least yeah, you know. know. At least you I own know. it. I own it. I own it. I own it. Yeah, yeah that's I, funny. Yeah. So I think uh, I don't know where I was going with that thought. <laughs> uh nature versus nurture kind of thing you know nature your, your kids versus would, nurture. your kids would still be your kids even if they were raised in a different environment which i would agree with with this different some you know with a few differences but you know that's the that's the age-old question you know where yeah. where do we come from how how do we become the people that we are yeah so we have about 15 minutes left and i'm curious since you play music if you would want to play a song for us and we can talk about it or move sure. on to something else, whatever. I can play you a quickie. Let's play you a quickie. Uh, cool. I don't know if I. You yeah. can tell us anything you want to tell about it, or just go into it, whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, this is um, this is the newest one that I wrote. I uh, just recorded it. I'm I'm gonna send it out to get uh, mastered uh, with my producer, and um, yeah, put that one out there. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, I just went uh, and traveled a lot. For the last like four months, uh, just seen at least 17 or 18 probably states and been on a quite an adventure. Uh, I, I was working as a traveling bartender, uh, just working all the uh, major festivals in the country since, uh, you know, everything opened back up and, uh, you know, had a quite adventure. And one of the adventures was uh, just, you know, there's a lady I, I ran into and she, uh, you know, let me into her heart for, for a short while. And, you know, we exchanged uh pleasantries i should say and uh you know and it came to an end as most things do mm-hmm. but uh when when i had a moment uh i was and i was in texas and i had a moment to just uh, you know feel those emotions just kind of you know put a you know put a period on it um and uh you know this song kind of came out of it just kind of uh, express the the time we've had together and just uh the scenery we've seen and you know it was simple it was easy going it was nice it was loving so the song kind of reflects that in its simplicity and just just the beauty mm-hmm. so i call it uh the song's called it's fine i'm fine and um yeah hopefully you can hear it decently here's my guitar Gorgeous view with the first words I left with you might have been the booze, but I couldn't keep myself from kissing you. In the capital of love I pulled you close Inside my heart Stripped you clean of all your doubts Marvel at your beauty. What a sight it was. Ooh, 
what a sight it was. Told me I could stay till the end of days. I could see myself with gray hair sitting next to you in Maine. We saw the whole United States. My eye was fixed on you. Ooh, it was only you. Thanks, Dino Dad. Thank you, Dino Dad. I appreciate it. it. It touched my my soul. I was Ooh. I was shivering. Like uh, that, that was that 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 song. Like you know, I I know I, I'm minimizing myself, but maximizing you, hopefully, because I that touched my soul. Mm -hmm. That was that cross generations because I you know could identify with it. Mm. Um, thank you. That was very very nice. Thank you. That's a lovely compliment. I appreciate that a lot. You okay. know, that, that felt good. Like, if there's anybody who listens to this, I I hope they listen to it in the way that I listen to it or more, um, because it's it's very honest, and I appreciate it. And, and I think that that's easy to see and easy to hear if you are able to listen. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And the hard part is finding those ears that are ready for honesty. You know, that's, uh, that's, the, that's, that's my, that's my problem in this world right now is just uh, finding those people who are willing and ready yeah. in the, in the midst of all this confusion and illusions to, uh, to finally sit down and enter into their own heart and just kind of feel the pain of existence. <laughs> Yeah, and the beauty and the beauty of existence too. You know, it, yeah. it, like it's it's uh, you can't have one without the other. Like you were talking about earlier, you know, you can't have comedy without tragedy. Like they're inseparable. You yeah, know? same with same with so true. Just beauty. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, we only have a few more minutes left, so I want to just take a couple minutes to ask you a couple more things, if you don't mind. Oh, of course, of course. Um, are you from? Where are you from? Uh, Russia originally, born and oh. raised, 1991, oh. moved to America in 2001. Isn't that funny? I didn't know that. And that was I talking about earlier. That, that yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yes. 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 Oh man, we came full <laughs> circle here with like Joel Dolce. You're from Russia, and when were you? When did yeah. you live there again? 
91 to 2001. And then uh, you know, moved okay. here when I was uh, 10 years old and been wow. in the Pacific Northwest since, you, since then. You moved in 2001. That was an in- interesting year. Yeah, right after the, 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 the Twin tanks. Towers collapsed. Yeah, we're like, wait, can we still go? And we're like, yeah, I think we'll be okay. You yeah, know, you're we're kind fine. of yeah, yeah, we're sketched to get on an airplane, but, you know, we, we made back. it. Well, good. Thank you for uh, coming to the United States. Agreed. I'm Agreed. glad you're here. Me too. Um, but like I said, if you had grown up there, I'm sure you would be doing some, some sort of music there as well. I don't know about that, actually. I really don't know. Like Maybe. I was from a, from a small city where all you could do was uh, either work a steel mill factory or just try to get by with just random jobs that, right. uh, that, that don't offer much. And then I feel like uh, the environment there was much more... Um, masculine in that nature and and would not and even our family i mean we didn't necessarily promote much emotions or or wow. expressing love to one another wow. so i don't know if uh I, the person that i am well, now which is very fragile well here's one kind of yeah. individual. well here's one thing that's true is that that even with all that you still that what would be organic is the feeling that you would want and crave there like that that would hold true despite growing up in a very tough place you just would have to search for it because if you don't then you continue to have this uh you know suffering suffering yeah so and in there's no need to do that and and but i may you know i don't i always put this out there thinking like wouldn't it be cool if like you could actually get a group of people to come to the back to that town that would want to see you yeah to perform like even if it was just something small yeah you know, like bring a little heart to that that hardness. Yeah, that like would it's, be really. It's not, cool. it's not their fault. It's it's the the way the world is. That's oh, yeah. that. So it's not you know, but it's it doesn't make it enjoyable or right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Completely agree. Um. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I have so many more thoughts and questions, and we should do this again. Oh, a hundred percent. I I really appreciate you taking the time to put yourself out here and. And allow me to have the space to share with you too. Oh no, I and I completely appreciate your sharing your stories because usually, yo, know, in my interviews, you know, it's all about me, which is cool. I like talking about me, but at the same time, you know, it's it's not a conversation. It is an interview. This felt like more of a conversation. Both people sharing stories and yeah, you know, just connecting. So uh, yeah. definitely appreciate your openness and your jokes. I like. I th- okay. Thank you for your jokes. Yeah. Um, um, can I ask you one more question before we wrap up? Of course uh what is like your favorite go-to song or just song you want to hear right now my favorite go-to song or artist uh, so i i know you asked me this online and i sent you uh birdie uh the uh the, her new album um what is it uh forgot <laughs> oh look birdie's the name uh, bird. Well, I mean that's that one, but maybe if we're gonna go out on uh, on a the note, fire? maybe we should do a different is song. Is it called Fire? Uh, no. Is it called Beautiful uh, Lies? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, all of those are great songs. Would, but well, let's, I just let's, pick let's, one. I'll just pick let's, a song. Let's, let's let's do this one. Let's do a different song. Okay. Uh, I have this tattooed on my on my forearm. Oh uh, yeah. This, Gregory Allen Isakov is the artist. Gregory Allen right, Isakov. Pops right up here. And uh, the song is She Takes It Black. She Takes It Black. Let's see. Yeah. Let's just type in She Takes It Black and see if that comes up. She Takes It Black. He's okay. one of my favorite individuals on this planet. All right. And then she always, is it she always yeah, takes she it always, Yeah, she always takes it black. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Let's play it out. Let's see if this works. Dreaming of this golden grain I'm falling from your shadow Talking sweet to the queen Wishing I was riding with the jacks Walking proud and lonesome now Oh, I'm yearning for the past but I'd never say I love you, dear. Just to hear you say it back. 
just a cold There's ladies on the lines there But you know it's just an end You search the world for the milk of the pearl Oh, she always takes it black Let your lover tell her all goes dark You love her even after that It's going to end, so I'm yeah. turning it down. But that is a beautiful song. Oh, is it still going? It's, Maybe it it's, is. It's, it's just an outro. It's just an oh. outro. Oh, this is still going, yeah. The recording is okay. still going. Well, then we got it on time. Hey, uh, so this is what will happen now is I'm gonna just going to get it recorded, make sure it all worked right, and then send it to you. Hopefully it all did that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll share it in my little podcast group and share it however you want. It's cool, yours. cool, cool. Yeah, um, I'll put it on my website uh, alongside all the other interviews. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. And hey, uh, lastly, I uh, do uh, uh, open mic comedy here in uh, in Seattle at the Waterwheel Lounge, the mm -hmm. at the bar in Ballard. Mm -hmm. You're always welcome to come down. Sometimes I like to have like one musician just do like an like one thing in the in, in whenever they're ready to do it. It could be in the middle. It could be in the beginning. Okay, but. Uh, if you ever want to come down and do that it's totally fine yeah that'd be fun uh shoot me a text and uh, yeah i'd love to connect and yeah. uh, just uh, you know yep. get together man get together yeah, i like to see these people in person all right thank you so much and you have a good rest of your weekend happy thanksgiving and you know we'll, we'll talk you too brother i all appreciate right. you deeply all see right, you later bye, -bye. bye.